0: You're listening to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Capture the night sky. Hi everyone and welcome to the Astro Backyard Podcast. My name is Trevor Jones from astrobackyard.com.
1: My name is Steve Malia from Ontario Telescope and Accessories.
0: So we thought we would talk a little bit about dew heaters today. Uh, It's that time of year where the the temperature plummets at night and... uh, you might get some moisture on your telescope objective, so there's a number of solutions out there, and it's uh, it's often one of the uh, one of the first few steps you take when setting up a complete imaging rig is to uh, to have a solution for for dew for dew control.
1: That that's right, Trevor, and and it doesn't also it doesn't always have to be just when it gets cold. Um, well, at least it's cold here for us. We're in we're in Canada, and it's just going to get uh, colder. Um, it could be middle of summer where it's really humid, and there will be a, a change in temperature at night, and your optics can can do up as well. So it's not just when you're cold. So it's important to have a good dew heating system, um, or solution rather, uh, for all year round, right? Cause you yeah, have no it's need to have to turn it on.
0: It's yeah. Sorry if it's it sounded like that just because it's cold. But yeah, it's the temperature change is the biggest factor. And uh, in the summer, it can actually be even worse because there's such a drastic change in that when that sun goes down. Um, so, yeah, there's something known as the, the dew point, And that's when the ambient temperature, your telescope objective uh, drops below ambient temperature. And that's when the, the moisture starts collecting on your, uh, on your objective of your telescope. Um, so you can actually um, prolong this and put it off by having a dew shield. And lots of uh, telescopes actually come with them now. A lot of the refractors I've used have the retractable dew shields, and uh, so they extend outwards. They have the benefit of uh, creating better contrast in your images too, and they block out stray light. They act as a baffle, but uh, they prolong the the dew from forming on your scope. But even with uh, dew shield, uh, you're going to get it eventually. It's just gonna not going to happen um, until later. Um, for it's even worse with bigger scopes, such as uh, like a big Newtonian reflector. That that secondary mirror can start doing up, and your 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 uh, primary mirror. And I know a lot of guys actually make their own dew shields, like a big big one out of cardboard or something. And uh, like I said, it's it's putting it off, but it, it will still come.
1: Yeah, and, and anyone that uses an SCT um, or similar Cassegrain uh, system, like a, a Mac, uh, where you have the corrector plate in the front—that's just a magnet for dew as well. Um, the, dew, the dew shield is an, an excellent option, um, and Trevor, like you said, to, pre- to prevent that stray light from coming in, uh, it helps increase the contrast of your imaging. And um, even if for visual use, yep. The uh, but having a dew heater, a quality dew heater is important, um, especially when you have a, a really large. Uh, surface like what you'd have on a uh, Schmidt Cassegrain uh, to have to warm up and, and maintain temperature above uh, the ambient in order to prevent dew from forming. The it it's very important and, and you know we should point out, Trevor, this is not just for imaging. Right, dew will affect the visual guys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you you want to have that that dew heater not only on the objective but on your eyepieces um, to keep them. Uh, from fogging up because that it it, it's glass right it'll it'll heat up as well it'll cool off as well and um form dew. uh and when you are uh imaging um you you need to uh take that in consideration where else you need to uh, come back to so Mm -hmm. trevor you use it on your objective obviously because i've seen that on your videos um you need to have one on your guide scope as well right because you need your guide to guider to work properly. That's right. Um, And, uh, where where else, where else could we use a do do heater?
0: Well, first, before I forget, before I had a dew heater system, I would use a blow dryer. And I mean, so if you have nothing that'll work, you can actually blast that condensation off using the blow dryer, but it's not a great solution for a couple of reasons. One is that like a 1500 watt blow dryer, uh, you could blow, you could blow a fuse, uh, by plugging that in and using that outside, not to mention making lots of noise and your neighbor hearing that. But I also read recently that uh, you're also blowing dust from the blow dryer right into the moisture and it's all sticking and drying on your objective. So, not a great solution. You definitely want to have a dew heater strap that prevents it from happening.
1: Yeah, and if you're out in the middle of a field somewhere, you need power. Yeah, you don't always
0: have power for a blow dryer out there. Yeah,
1: the blow dryer would be pretty hard on any battery system that you have. That's right. Um, Even if you convert it to 120 with an inverter, it's still a lot of uh, load.
0: Um, So, yeah, what I'm using now uh, is a simple dew heater controller that uh, doesn't eat up a lot of power. And then the dew, actually the I don't believe the controller uses any power. It's the the straps, the heating elements, and the straps that use the power. Right. Uh, and even they're pretty pretty light. You can control the uh, how much you need, right. and you really don't need a whole lot of heat to uh, control the dew. It just has to be uh, a degree or two above the ambient temperature for it to be effective.
1: That's right. And, and to control the the power going to the dew heater, um, it pulses the power. It, it's not okay. right. So um, a lot of the controllers out there they're, they're called PWM controllers, pulse width modulation, which you know it's a whole other podcast. That people really wanted to learn, but I can talk about that for days. Um, so that's my <laughs> what I started my career in. But um, it it pulses the the strap with with voltage, right? Um, and that duration of pulse will determine How much energy is being created by that strap, right? How much heat energy? Uh, So that's how we can control. It's very much like how a dimmer works, right? For for Mm -hmm. a light switch, Uh, similar similar idea, right? A modern day dimmer. Um, But yeah, like you said, Trevor, just needs to be. You don't need to blast your heater on high, and make it super hot, um, uh, because you could introduce. other issues as well if it's too warm you just need to keep it a degree or two above um just to keep, just enough to keep the dew off right and yep there's no real magic formula to it's just you just have it, to play with it to see what works right for that that's right for that particular night because every night's going to be different
0: yep so the the straps that i'm using are from a company called kendrick which i believe is a canadian company right steve
1: yep based here in it's... toronto
0: Awesome. And uh, if you go on their website, it actually shows why they're kind of top of the line do heater straps. Uh, just stuff like no hot spots and uh, even heating. Um, and to be honest, I haven't had a single problem with them yet. They work, they do what they're supposed to. Um, and I mean, I've been using them for years. Um, there's a few things you need to keep in mind, like storing them properly. You don't want to crumple them all up. Uh, there is a he- heating element in there, so you want to kind of loosely roll them or or just keep them flat or you can just you know keep them on your scope i i i end up leaving them on there uh actually um but yeah i'm really happy with my my kendrick dew heater straps i think i think that's what you use as well all right steve all uh,
1: right yeah i know yep. a guy
0: you know a guy I yeah know a
1: guy.
0: <laughs> yeah i've heard that before and then uh, i i use a, a dew heater controller it's called a uh, dew buster uh and i think a few a few guys are using that one as well um, it's worked well for me. To be honest, I bought it used on a, an astronomy classified site uh, really early on. I don't remember the guy, but uh, yeah, it's been working great for me. And it's 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 necessary. Like, if you actually in the, over the summer, I forgot to turn on the the dew heater controller for a night of imaging. I left the camera running for about four hours. Uh, I believe it was M106. I was shooting. And then I set the alarm and woke up at 3 in the morning to check my images. And it was just a complete wash of flat um, sky. And my my uh, objective was completely covered in dew. I got, I think, two images out of the like the 50 or 60 I took. All because I did not have my dew heater controller turned on. My objective fogged up and my night was ruined. That's, that's so.
1: the worst. That happened to me in the summer too. It's heartbreaking. It is. Yeah. Um... I was getting really annoyed because why isn't this working? It was working the night before and uh, you start to jump up and down and swear a little.
0: So that's one of the things uh I've, I think I've said before is that I turn it on right away when I'm setting up just so I know that it's done. It's checked off of my list. Like you, it, believe it or not, it could be easy to forget that little step like that. That's it. That could make or break your whole night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, uh so like you have that mental checklist, right? They have to go through and. Turn turn your dew heater on and let let it warm things up. Yep. Yep. No, that, that's important to do for sure. I use um I use a controller, uh from Kendrick. Uh, I use a Digifire controller, um, and it, it uh, I I like it. I think it's pretty neat. Um, it it's got four outputs on it and and I can control each one. Um, but one thing that I do, uh. I, I kinda learned this the hard way myself is I take my dew controller and I stick it up on my telescope. Right. right. That way I have less wires hanging around. Right. That's and, right. Yep. And and anyone who, who's not doing that, you might have had a cable snag on you. Um so consider putting it up on your telescope, uh piece of velcro. Yes.
0: Uh, I, I recently like that. did that too. I, I put I got the uh the three M, the really good, the big uh four inch velcro. Yep. yep and I, I put it on the mount so it's it's not on the scope but it is sitting up nice and high for that reason and uh, that's what most guys do and it's that's a great idea like you said you don't want those you don't want that cable getting tight because it's it's stretching uh, sitting on the ground or anything
1: right yeah it's important um, camera lenses you're doing it in wide field you're we yep. we're talking about that bef- before uh, that's just as, as important too you want to make sure you have some kind of do control Solution for your uh, for your camera lens if you're using a, a SkyTracker type device. Yep. Um, because you can get dude up on that just as easily as you can a telescope. So just some, as
0: easily. Yep. Yeah. And the, the good thing about those straps, you can wrap them around multiple times. So even if you've got one that was built for like a four-inch uh, refractor, uh, you can get that around your little um, you know camera lens. Like recently in a video I shot with a wide-angle 17-millimeter lens. And uh, if I didn't have that strap around there, I would have got about two frames before it started doing up. And, uh, yeah, it's it's necessary. Even for uh, camera lenses, you can put them on. Uh, I've seen people put them on binoculars, yep. uh, eyepieces. Yep. Um, yeah.
1: Anything you're going to look through that has a piece of glass <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is what you need. That's um, right. The uh, uh, And for cameras as well, there are do controllers that are specific four cameras for your DSLR guys. Um, I remember back, Trevor, on one of your videos, you showed uh, a battery replacement module hmm. for, and they make them for all manufacturers, um, where you, you pull out your battery, you put this in, then you have a wire coming out from it, so you can power it from another source. Yes. Um, so there are some controllers that exist out there that... Well, not only power your dew heater, but there's a separate 8-volt power port on it so you can power your DSLR at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, So you only have to worry about one power source that you need to carry with you. Um, If you're going to carry a 12-volt battery, for example, uh, you have that 12-volt battery with you and uh, you can, can take care of your dew control and power up your DSLR in one shot.
0: Right, and before I forget, um, because I, these do-heater controllers usually have that cigarette lighter-style uh, plug, uh, and I actually have to use a converter uh, to, to, for uh, regular AC power. Um, and I think a lot of you guys are, are usually plugged into batteries if you're mobile, but uh, I don't know if you have any insight on that, Steve, what you, what you do with those type of connections.
1: I have, uh, I have a little power panel. Um, okay. I power up everything off of. I use uh, um, Anderson power poles for mine, okay. and they—they they, uh, it, it's part of the Kendrick solution, right? What they what they supply. And what I like see. about what I like about them is uh, they're a very secure connection, and they can they can hold more than uh, eight amps. Cause that's the problem with the cigarette lighters, right? They they only they can only um, support up to seven or eight amps themselves so this i can get the full 15 amps out of a or or right. more. um uh and and then i i just have a battery and then then alligator clip the battery
0: right, right okay a lot of guys are doing that yeah okay
1: so yeah it, it it works um so you know i'm interested to hear trevor i'm sure you're interested to hear too what people do for their do control solutions um or if you're if you're stuck um, you know, drop us a line on the Facebook page.
0: And... Yeah, post, post your pictures of what you're doing because uh, I know early on I was just I would browse online just to look at setups, just to visually see. It's like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. That's how they're connecting the battery. That's how they've got it set up. That's how they're mounting it to their scope. So if you could post pictures of your dew heater solutions, that would be uh, both interesting for us to see and extremely helpful for, uh, for guys that are hoping to get set up with that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So I think uh, we can we can keep talking about do controllers, but we'll repeat the same thing again. Um, just uh, I think the most important thing is to remember to turn it on. It really is. <laughs> yep.
0: And uh, so Steve, I know you've you've got a bunch of uh, you've got some products on your website um, for. Including the Kendrick straps that we've talked about, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, for anyone yeah. interested in that stuff,
1: right? Uh, uh, yeah, check out the website. Um, hit me up on the Facebook page, and I can I can show you uh, some solutions as well. That could work, and and you, we can decide from there what uh, what's the best solution for your setup.
0: Sounds like a plan.
1: Excellent. Okay, well. Everybody thank you for again for listening and subscribing. Uh tell your friends um and spread the word. And we'll we'll talk to you on the next episode.
0: Clear skies everybody.
1: Clear skies.